What's up? Welcome to No BS Affiliate Marketing. Welcome to No BS Affiliate Marketing with your hosts Andy Mattis, Pascal Kutz. What's going on, everybody? Um, today is we have a special anniversary. Um, Andy and I met around a year ago, and what we want to do in this episode is to talk about our, let's say, learnings or biggest learnings in the last year of, yeah, this journey, this marketing journey. Um, so, yeah, there's there's been a lot. There's been so much. So we probably could talk about this for hours and hours, but... We just want to give you like the main things that really stuck with us. So they're really um, propelled, propelled us forward in our businesses. So, yeah. Um, anything else you, you comes to your mind? It's just been one hell of a journey. One hell of a journey <laughs> over the last year. A very exciting right. one. And uh, yeah one that's really kind of interesting now to kind of reflect on and say dan here we are so yep. yeah do you want to well i guess i could probably kind of start off well because yeah i've been sort of marketing for about two years now but yeah. it was just over a year ago i think it was like start of june um with this whole kind of COVID situation and all of that, I was initially kind of, you know, working with gym owners, doing coaching and that stuff. And then all of the gyms closed. So I was like, right, <laughs> I now have to kind of look into something else. Yep. And this is basically when I kind of stepped into affiliate marketing. So <clears throat> obviously with changing niches, I was like, you know, didn't know anybody nobody knew me. I was essentially just starting from ground zero. Right. <clears throat> yep. So yeah, stepped into affiliate marketing and Pascal was my first sell in the affiliate market space. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, a very, very interesting journey. I can't remember exactly where it was that we we met, but I remember we started having a conversation online and we may have had this sort of like a back and forth kind of conversation a few times. And then yeah. Pascal basically asked me a question, which I didn't really... I had the answer to it, but I couldn't really answer it to him over Facebook Messenger. So like a week or so had gone by, I could remember somebody asking me this question, but I couldn't remember exactly who it was. So anyway, I decided to go live in my Facebook group answering this specific question. You saw it and then you reached back out to me. Um, we had another conversation and you actually decided to kind of sign up to the affiliate program that I was promoting at the time. Um, so yeah, that's kind of anything you want to kind of add there is, uh, yeah. <laughs> Seems such a like such a long time ago, but it <laughs> it yeah, yeah. I mean, like, it's just crazy. Like, um, how? Like, okay. So for 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 me, there there's been like six months or more of looking for the the one program that will help me to really get this going, get this affiliate marketing off the ground, but like there was no program that really helped me do that or maybe it was a belief in myself or both <laughs> but it's like holy shit like so many programs out there 
you don't know which one is the right one and like you just that's that's one thing one of the major learnings you just go with it and try and see if it works because like if you just sit there and you yeah you kind of research on all those different programs you never really take action buy a program and see if it works mm -hmm. you will never know you will never know yeah you never know 100 percent until you do it and it's yeah. kind of like with like the business world you're always going to make decisions that are, they didn't work out to be good and then you yeah. make decisions that are good but it's kind of like like i've made some bad investments in the past um and i have to say like i am so grateful for those bad investments because it's probably <laughs> a lot in the in the you know in the long run of what to look for and what not to look for kind of thing um yeah. but yeah like you know making a bad decision is better than making no decision at all right so yeah like you said um yeah just gotta really kind of take action on stuff if you're just constantly yeah. stuck in limbo like oh you know everything's got to be a hundred percent right it's like well, you're never going to find that because nothing, nothing's ever a hundred percent right. Nothing's it's never yep. the right time. Like <laughs> people think, oh, you know, I don't have time now. I'll have more time in like two months' time, and then two months down the line comes round, and you know, still in the same situation. <laughs> Life will always throw curveballs in the way. Always, you yep. can't avoid that. So yep. the best time to take action is just now. Um, well, the best time to take action is yesterday. The next best time to take action is today. Right. So, yeah. Don't ever think, just, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> yeah. Nike knows it. <laughs> and, yeah. And I just want to put this out there as well. If any of you guys are like considering kind of investing in like a good program, I think me and Pascal have kind of covered like things from our own experiences, um, like things to look for um, in good programs, things to look out for in programs that aren't so good in one of the previous episodes. So yep. I'd highly recommend you kind of uh, having a look back and uh, checking that out before. Check it out yeah so yeah that should be very helpful right yeah like i would just want to touch on the the point you made like there's no real bad decisions it's just like we label it as bad decisions right it's always so like that's another thing that i learned is like um the perception or how you view things it really really um influences how you view things and how you do things right if you see this as a bad decision then maybe in the future you will not take any decisions because oh my god i made a bad decision once i'm not gonna make another decision because what if the big what if what if it what it will be another bad decision it's mm -hmm. like there's always something you can learn from those decisions right if you Absolutely. make a mistake um don't like okay so let's let's say you're as a baby what are what do babies and, and children do they make mistakes they get up and they try again like how many times <laughs> have you seen if you're if you're a parent uh, how many times have you seen your child trying to walk for the first time getting up falling down getting up again falling down again and never stopping until you achieve it and you want to have the same approach for for your business for life in general doesn't matter how many times you fall all that matters is how many like that you get up one more time and you fall yeah 
And this is like a really powerful as well, because I've just been reading a book called um, The Obstacle is the Way. Yeah. And it's really interesting because they touch on this um, perception as well. Like, this is something obviously I'm kind of already aware of, but like, you know, like most people go through life and they just make decisions based on how they feel, right? So their own yeah. kind of perception of what happens, right? Yeah. So like, just because you f believe something's true or like a certain situation may make you think a certain way, doesn't necessarily mean that it is right so we yep. could have like 10 people in the room um you know like let's just say for example like my parents have just drummed into me from a very young age that you know uh i don't know eating this food is bad pascal's parents have drummed into him that eating this food is brilliant this other person's parents have drilled into them that you know this is good or that's bad like all 10 people could be put in the same scenario and yep. all 10 people could have a completely different perception right right and Due to that perception, their response in that situation will be different. Mm. Okay. So, like, just because we believe something to be true doesn't necessarily mean that it is, right? Yep. And, you know, it's really kind of powerful when you can sort of understand this stuff, not just understand it, but start to take a step back and see things for what they actually are right? Not being so kind of reactive because most people just go through life like, oh, okay, I believe this to be true. I'm going to act a certain way. And like, you know, as you kind of know, Pascal, with like marketing and stuff, like with what we do, we use like a lot of kind of like tracking sheets and stuff like that to show us real data. So yeah. I could run off my own opinion, but the data shows us actually something that's different. The numbers show you something that's different. Um, so yeah. And like, I highly recommend this for anyone that's kind of maybe just struggling with anything in life maybe kind of like imposter syndrome struggling to you know overcome certain barriers i highly recommend reading this book called the obstacle is the way um really really good book and it's really just about learning how to kind of turn those those challenges those obstacles into opportunities because often those obstacles are the necessary learning curves that you need to go through in order to achieve your goals yeah. plain and simple like I, before I got into affiliate marketing, I went through like an eight month span where I just didn't make a single penny online. And <laughs> for anyone that's kind of experienced that, it was an extremely painstaking experience. You know, wanted to quit, partner asking me, when are you making some sales? All <laughs> kind of pressure, like wanting to quit my job and just nothing was working. Yeah. And the easy thing for me to do would be just kind of throw in the towel, just keep working my job. But now it's funny because now I've gone through that. It's like, oh my God, I am so glad that I went through that eight month span because now I'm able to teach my students the things not to do. Yeah. <laughs> and it's funny because I see a lot of these kind of struggles that people experience. And it's like, yeah, I've experienced that before. So it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's very, very, very helpful. Um, so yeah, a little bit kind of off topic there, but yeah, going back like a year ago like man yeah you know met pascal you started taking quantum leaps or leaps you know to kind of progress in your business you know i got you to kind of jump on camera for the first time all of this kind of stuff man so yeah, yeah you want to just kind of sort of relive those those, those moments <laughs> <laughs> it's been oh my god yeah so many things changed in just one year it's crazy it is and that's another thing i think people underestimate what they can actually accomplish in the space of a year yeah 
they overestimate what they can achieve in like 30, 60 days and underestimate what they can actually accomplish in the space of a year. Yeah. So that's yeah. true. Yeah. That's a, the whole point of this. Like the mindset we have now is improve every single day. And if you do this for a whole year, 10 years, oh my God, like things change drastically for you. Literally. But you, all you need to do is put in the work and be consistent with it. Mm -hmm. And have the right guidance. <laughs> I cannot stress how important that is. I see people who literally have had students that have been online for 14 years. Like one of my clients, Dave King, he was online for 14 years. Srini was yeah. online for over 10 years and he was just going in the wrong direction. And I have to put a hat tip a half to them. These guys were obviously resilient to still be going after all of that time. Right. right? 14 that's years. Like that's, that's kind of crazy when I think about it. I'm 28 years old. <laughs> that is half of my lifetime, right? Yeah. <laughs> that is absolutely in, like an insane amount of time. Bonkers. To be going in the wrong direction. And now like they kind of say it was like, especially with Dave, he was like, you know, a series of kind of belief systems about, you know, these cheap $7 programs that hit you with upsells, blah, blah, blah. And like a series of other things, you know, switching from, you know, different business models, mm. just basically not really kind of willing to kind of invest in high ticket. Yeah. And, you know, he's now kind of took that, taken that leap into high ticket and he's now making the transition into coaching, um, yeah. which is, is part of his long-term vision within the span of four five months of working right. with him he's now launched his own coaching business he's now making consistent income each month for his business it's crazy. from 14 years of making i think in the 14 years he's made he made like three grand and since we started working together he's made more than that in like the space of <laughs> four or five months um insane so that's what happens when you have the right guidance and you keep moving in that direction absolutely absolutely so yeah like let's just kind of move on sort of a few months down from like a year ago so mm. i think we're talking like september october pascal went through a little bit of a difficult time in his business <laughs> came to me said that he's this was like just after i launched my coaching offer um just for those of you that don't know you know i initially started in the coaching consultant space um, transitioned into affiliate marketing, mm. got my business going then, and then basically decided that I wanted to transition back into coaching, but this yep. time in the affiliate marketing niche, right? So I'd initially just kind of launched my coaching offer. Um, Pascal reached out to me shortly after. Oh man, I'm ready to quit. I need something to work. He said something along the lines of, I need something to work by the end of the month, or I'm going to have to start looking at other ways to make money. So why don't you kind of talk us through what was happening there and what happened shortly after? <laughs> yeah, it was a really difficult time. Um, not only business, personal life, stuff, stuff happened. Yeah, you know how life happens sometimes and you just get thrown all the shit at you at once. <laughs> so that's, that's what happened there. Um, my mindset was fucked. Um, there was like, belief that I couldn't make it, I wasn't worthy, stuff like this. So you, you get the gist. And so from there, it was like, okay, something needs to happen right freaking now is like, 
I'm ready to throw in the towel. And like Andy told me to push through, not give up, which gave me the confidence and motivation to keep doing things, keep acting, keep doing my daily tasks. And I wonder <laughs> what Napoleon Hill said. Um, what was it like? Um, oh, I'm gonna, I'm butchering his like, quote. Success lies just on the other side of a minor setback or failure. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> this is like why most people never actually experience this because they don't understand this. It's like they hit that minor setback or failure and then they quit. Yep. And it's success lies just on the other side. I cannot tell you how many times I've actually experienced this myself. But just to give you guys a bit of a background, like I said, I just kind of launched my coaching offer. Pascal wasn't actually in it at the time. He was kind of joined a bunch of other programs. He was still working with those. Um, nothing was working. Um, he kind of went for a similar thing to me, just went for that long period of time of taking action and not getting any results. Yeah. So I got him into my program. Um, like he said, he had a bunch of stuff going on in his personal life. So I knew that the first thing we needed to kind of address was his mindset, right? So he was like, I was like, boom, right here. You know, we're going to basically work on your mindset and then we're going to put this action plan in place for you to actually kind of start getting results. I think it was like a week later, he made his first high ticket sell, right? right? And then a couple of weeks after that, it was followed up by two more sales within 24 hours. So exciting how times. <laughs> like, that was like, you know, from literally kind of a whole bunch of shit in your personal life, ready to throw in a towel, months of working, because you grinded your balls off, you worked hard. Yeah. And just nothing came. So how was that kind of shift from putting in work, nothing working to jump into the program and actually kind of getting results and <laughs> them to just kind of hit you so quickly, I guess, like, especially that two of them 24 hours, man, that was like, must've been a bit of a game changer for you. Yeah. Like when you first don't believe that this whole online thing works because like you said, grinding your, grinding your face off, um, all day, every day. And it's like, nothing works. And you're like, well, they said they had testimonials, right? That this will work and you just need to do the work, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I was like, why am I not getting results? Mm -hmm. And then obviously you, like you said, working on the mindset and yeah, after making this sale, the first sale and then the other two sales, it was like, a, like a huge shift that happened. It was like from not believing in this can work and I'm good enough to make this work to, oh my God, <laughs> it actually works. You just need to do the right things and have the belief in yourself that you can do it with the right process, obviously. Uh, like you can do it. If you believe in yourself, um, then things will happen. Mm -hmm. Obviously, like only if you follow the right steps and have daily actions to to do. But like, again, if I would have quit, if you would not have told me, push through working on your mindset, I would just, you know, be in my nine to five job right now. I would not be here talking with you on this podcast today. I would be in a nine to five job have probably hating every every second of it rather than enjoying this whole new lifestyle of 
not to say a laptop lifestyle, but like having their own schedule, working for yourself, not for somebody else, and all the joys that come with an online business. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. It is mad. It is mad. So, yeah. And like, just to kind of touch upon like, obviously what Pascal was saying about the you know how the success just lies on the other side of the um the other side of the minor setback or failure yeah and um, just to give you guys a bit of a background when this kind of happened to me was like um i launched my coaching offer things were going well and then i hit a soul slump right <laughs> i think i went for like a month or like five six weeks without like any sales i quit my job had all of these kind of like bad poor like mindset kind of beliefs kind of going from my head did i make the right decision did i not and <laughs> my account literally hit negative balance right i had no money my account hit negative balance and then boom what happened six days six cells right <laughs> <laughs> so you know that minor setback or failure was obviously that sell stump my account going into negative balance and then boom you know six cells in like six days and then it's just kind of been sort of consistent every single month like since um and this is just kind of how things work sometimes and it, yeah it's obviously something that a lot of people don't really understand that's why they just kind of throw in the towel and quit yeah. and that's always kind of like the easy option so yeah fast forward months and months and uh, a year over a year now how are things for you now pascal um <laughs> in comparison to like a year ago <laughs> <laughs> there's no words to describe this <laughs> i mean everything changed like and it's just a year like for example my view of the world it changed completely my like how i view things how i perceive things that's just one part of it's like it's so crazy to see what what can happen in a year and not only like i'm grinding for my business and i'm getting better i'm getting better at the skills of marketing and sales but like your whole life changing and at first when i when i started this journey this entrepreneurial journey that i've always seen quotes that um being an entrepreneur is not a job or something it's a lifestyle i was like what are they talking about? I don't understand that. But now I do. It's like you, you, in order for you to become successful, to have this success, to have consistent sales, pushing through all this pain, you have to work on this because mm -hmm. this is like your number one asset. Yeah. It can make you or break you depending on how you view things. So just going back to the example of throwing in a towel, if you just go with the easy decision, oh, okay, this doesn't work, I'm out. You will never experience such a level of success, right? And only, that's that's another thing, that only the people who push through pain, who believe in themselves, no matter how it may look on the outside, no matter how bad things may look like they just push through because they believe in themselves and that this will work out 100 and like like you said like entrepreneurship is a, a lifestyle and like 
if someone was to ask me like what does entrepreneurship mean to you like i've always had this as floating in my back in the back of my mind like for me the answer is living a life of never-ending optimization mm. right so you do things you fail you optimize <laughs> you go again right yeah and this has literally gone to the point that you see this ring on my finger this is called an aura ring okay it's a smart ring and this is like an amazing kind of like sleep tracker right it's well, it's, just, it's a smart ring it doesn't really track sleep it tracks like everything but it's amazing because obviously like that's your main kind of recovery time yeah. and just like down to little things like i may say all right yeah i'm gonna go to bed at nine o'clock i'm gonna wake up at 5 a.m right i've had eight hours sleep but what i found from using this ring like my perception is that i've had eight hours sleep right so going back <laughs> to perception but what i found is like because this thing tracks like um rem which is like rapid eye movement i think this is like when you're kind of like dreaming you're supposed to have so much of it each each night um you know how much deep sleep you've had how much light sleep you've had um how restless you were this thing tracks all of it right and what i found is that every single night i have at least at least one hour where i'm not actually sleeping i don't know what it is but the, the ring kind of picks up on it so where i've been in yeah. bed for eight hours um you know i've only had seven hours sleep right and or, you know, I spend seven hours in bed, I've only had six hours sleep. And it says for the average person that you really need to have between seven to nine hours of sleep. Um, this thing tracks your performance throughout the day, um, all kinds of things. And again, my perception of certain things is completely different to the real data that I've actually been given. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and now I'm able to kind of optimize certain things to improve my performance because at the end of the day, if I'm constantly working and I feel tired all the time, you know, you're not going to be working at your best, are you? <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> and I highly recommend this to anyone. Like, doesn't matter if you're in business, you're like doing anything. Um, highly recommend it. Yeah. Is our perception of certain things just going through guesswork is kind of catastrophic uh, <laughs> at your best. So yeah, it's interesting to work with real data. Um, yeah. Show averages. You know, heart rates. This thing picks up if I eat four hours before bed. Or drink alcohol because it messes up my sleep mm. right um i've literally stopped drinking caffeine having caffeine after 1 p.m because it messes with my sleep no. <laughs> uh, you know i'm british i love my tea so i've just gone <laughs> <laughs> i've just gone and bought some decaffeinated tea i've got it right here right next to me actually you see <laughs> so uh Damn. yeah so like just kind of optimizing for certain things so that i yeah. can constantly improve and get to that next level mm. and uh yeah when you can sort of be your best in areas that other people don't even know of um yeah it would make you dangerous <laughs> yeah yeah so, yeah that's like i want to tie into that it's also like with journaling like uh when i first heard about journaling i thought that it's only something that teenage girls do <laughs> <laughs> see Perception. Yeah. That's mad. I've never thought of that. that <laughs> so I guess we perceive it, perceive that differently. Yeah. But like the thing is with journaling, you pick up on stuff that repeats itself, right? Mm -hmm. So um there's like something that I do now is like an evening check-in. So I review the day and uh, I think of what can I do better tomorrow or what can be even better tomorrow, right? That's a powerful question to ask yourself. And that's that ties in with what you said with optimizing. It's like you always want to 
review your day how like rate yourself on how much energy did you have how much did you walk or do you do did you do sports did you eat healthy all those stuff which you may not think that it um plays into your productiveness uh, mm -hmm. productivity as like all those things you may not think about that will have any influence on your productivity they do just like you said sleep if you don't sleep enough your productivity is down if you don't eat healthy your productivity is down yeah. if you don't do all these things it will have an influence on your productivity and here's like another thing to touch on there as well because obviously like you said um if you don't eat well it's gonna mess with your productivity your fuel your energy that you get comes from the food that you eat yeah right so like if you're constantly eating like just crap like junk takeaways i think we've all kind of been through like a phase of doing that your productivity is probably going to be pretty shit as well right so like another really good way to, to kind of trap this stuff is like with certain foods that you're eating um set an alarm for an hour an hour after you eat and just see how you feel after eating that food um yeah and like like you said with kind of exercise this aura ring picks up on certain things sometimes when yeah. my a lot of time i exercise in the morning i like first mm -hmm. thing like one of the first things i do is basically exercise and sometimes i have like really bad night sleep and it's telling me to basically try and exercise not long before bed to to improve um this kind of area of your sleep and stuff like that so mm -hmm. uh, yeah and it just kind of like you know picks up on things like you know how inactive you were like during a day you know yeah. try and move around just for like two to three minutes every hour which basically mm -hmm. prevents you from um experience just two three minutes at each hour just to prevent you from kind of you know experiencing the side effects of basically inactivity yeah. so it's, uh yeah it's crazy like little things like that and uh like i said you're actually working with real data you can actually see rather than kind of guesswork where our perception is often wrong yep real data instead of guessing yeah mm -hmm. good that's a good tip yeah <laughs> right so yeah anything else to add there not to this point no hey all right so i really appreciate everyone kind of jumping on to uh listen to this podcast um again we would love to hear what you guys want to hear from us what topics do you want us to cover okay we're here to serve you so I'd really appreciate if you left a comment down below and letting us know what you want to see from us. Um, don't forget to smash that love button. Don't forget to hit the subscribe. And we will catch you on the next episode. Take care. Bye. See you then.